It's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Hi, Ted. Sorry I can't pick up. Leave a message. I'll call you back. Thanks. We're going to play your jingle now. Narcoleptic Ed, live from Detroit. All right, so there's no Ed tonight. Um, and Spike, who last texted me and said, I'll um, be out of town. I guess he's in Baltimore. He said, I'll be, I'll be there in time for the th- recording Thursday night. And he's not there. My son Andrew is out there. But right now, it's just Bob and Zip. <laughs> I feel naked. Yeah. You know, it was easier to get people to show up for a show when they were getting big, fat paychecks. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm uh, sorry I was never able, able to convey that on you. back. Well, we got paychecks for... How long did we work together with for decent money? Uh, it was a pretty short stint. Um <laughs> No, I'm trying to think. It was a total of six years, right? Wasn't well, we, it six? We did our radio years? show at WAAF for six years. And in the last two years, we got offered a job by some big company. People used to fly into town to meet us and see if they wanted to hire us. Those were the days. Oh, hey, there he is. Hey. <laughs> Thank you for the call. <laughs> well, hold on. Let me get your mic volume up so make sure. Okay. All right, give me a test. Hello, this is a test. What is four times four, Bob? Uh, 16. All right, 16 plus 16 is what, Bob? 32. Excellent. And 32 and 32? 64. You pass. Okay. You have a pilot's license. Con- considering you just woke up. I did not. Live from Detroit. <laughs> Almost live. I was on the phone with Winnipeg, Manitoba, actually. Okay. Lo- yeah. Well, uh, Zip and I were just reminiscing about our six-year morning show run in the 80s. Yeah. And um, what happened is we uh, we were getting, we didn't know we were getting crummy pay because we were just thrilled to have a job. <laughs> it's true. That yeah. is true. And at one point, a company tried to hire us. I can't remember which company. It might have been at the time. Uh, it turned into Nationwide CBS. was the first one, I thought. Nationwide, Nationwide was the one that I went to work for. Oh, you know what? They they came at us twice. Yeah. Um, and the, the first time a, a company tried to hire us, we did that thing where you go to management and you say, we've been offered a job somewhere else. <laughs> Good luck with that. Well, no. If you're, it worked? Well, here's the thing. If you have numbers, if, it works. If you're getting paid dirt, yes, this works for almost anybody <laughs> in any job. Yes. If you're getting $7 an hour, yeah. And they really need you, they'll give you 15 That's a news story, by the way. Did you see that today? That it's up to $15 an hour for men? No, no, no. There's a, there's a bunch of uh, discussion going on about why somewhere around 7 million people still haven't gotten back into the workforce yeah. while all these people with shit jobs can't find anybody to apply for them. Right. And, um, you know, there is... There are lots of different factors. It isn't all the extended unemployment or the supplemental unemployment. No, no. Which is ending in uh, in lots of states. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of it is that people got some time off. <laughs> to reassess. Not Well, yes, yes, to yes. reassess. 
um, but also to take stock of their lives. Yeah. And to realize that they don't want to work for $7 an hour anymore. They don't want to be a hamster on the wheel with somebody sticking the stick in there to spin it. That's what I think. Yeah. Of course, this is all a conjecture. Of course. Because every person is an individual. Correct. Some of them may be saying, as long as this unemployment hangs in at the higher rate. Mm-hmm. But again, those are the $7 an hour people. Seven. Right. What is it, Seven forty-five or something? I, d- I don't know. I haven't made, I work for me. Zip, so. do you know what the minimum wage is? <laughs> I should know after working it, it, with it, you. But, uh, <laughs> ouch! Getting ugly up as they say in Detroit. Getting ugly words, up in here. It's more than we're getting now, which is why Ed just yes. snoozes until I call. Him. I did not snooze. Oh, I lost man. track of time. Oh. Give me a break. You lost track of time. I did. I was I was on a phone. I was on a phone call with a friend from Winnipeg, Manitoba, and a okay. former producer who got me the job in the U.S. Okay. Frankly. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, Sip and I worked together for six years. Uh, Mm -hmm. We did threaten to leave after year four. Mm -hmm. And they basically doubled our pay all at once. See? And talent has to know their worth. Uh, That's the lesson there. But I think this also applies at Popeye's Chicken. Stay with me. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> uh, there's a there's an article in uh, one of today's papers. It might have been the Wall Street. It's it's a behind a paywall, so none of you would ever see it. But right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a dig, Zip. It's a total dig. <laughs> I think anybody <laughs> who has reasonable means who doesn't pay for news, yes, you get what you pay for. Well, if you just let them see, you know, if you get past and let just just let the little red hand go for once, you can do once two thousand times. What does that mean? It means I'm a Scott. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'm talking so, about the, the ad block yeah. software. So here's the thing. This restaurant um, was in this article today. I can't remember the name of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. But they had, they were only at 40% staff. Nobody was applying. For it's the, it's, a, it's pandemic like that here. Well, but it's the a, jobs were seven seventy five an hour. Right. And so uh, what they did is they said, well, maybe it is time for $15 an hour. Mm-hmm. They put, they advertised the jobs for 15, 100% full within a few days. Everybody applied. Really? Yes. Wow. And, and, I'm, and good for you, Americans who don't want to work for $7. Here's to you, Americans who don't want to work for $7 an hour. <laughs> Americans don't want to work for $7 yeah. an hour. Look, there's lots of things you can do. You can sit on your ass. You can collect <laughs> that. But by the way, that bonus unemployment is going to expire. Yes. Even more so if you're in a, uh, a, a, what do you call, a red state. Yes. Uh, but this isn't about politics. It's Never about is. It's about human dignity. Yeah. And all work does have dignity, but it yeah. should be paid the same way. Well, for, we no longer, no, I don't believe in that, you liberal scumbag. But, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but here's, there's a different way to look at this. Uh, everybody has a voice. Yes. I have several. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you do. What, we're a great all bunch right. of guys, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I so, so is care. it now? If you love can, that paycheck but, from Popeye, <laughs> love there's, it's more than Popeyes. like a lot of rich people like to think. Screw those people; they're lazy. Yeah. That's why they don't want to work for seven seventy-five. Let hour. them eat cake. Yes. yes. But here's the deal: if you can't attract people for your crap jobs, yeah. pay more. We already have inflation, but our inflation is going to the oil companies and the pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. You know, those are the people that know how to raise prices. I love it when the little guy says, no, give me 15. And then uh-huh. they have to give him 15. So the restaurant in question 
It's, yeah. Uh, raised their, I believe they raised their menu prices by 4%. And it was a break-even move for them. And the owner of the restaurant said, the employers are happier to come into work. Yes. They want to stay here longer. They finally feel good about their jobs. Well, and guess it was, what? Yes. And it was a push for them. It was. It, it, it actually, in the long run, I believe, will make it better for every company that does it. Yeah. And, and you cannot tell me that some company... And here's the other thing. All of us, America's the richest com- country with the highest standard of living in the world. Mm-hmm. As a result of that, we can very easily, very easily have a third world country within our own country. And some people say that that, that exists. We do, yeah. Yeah, it depends. You're in Detroit, so you get a sneak preview of what that's I like. Do, I do. It throws the, <laughs> the, the amount of money in this country yeah. and the people that live here, it, shows them in, it throws them in the yeah. sharp relief. Yeah, now, don't get, don't mistake me for one of these libtards like Zip and Ed. I don't oh, stop. Uh, <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> now, I'm not into politics. I really, I, I, oh, I, I figured out what political party party I'm in. None. No, I figured the a cool name for it. You're, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm in. The, I'm in the non-binary party. <laughs> non-binary. There you That's go. Good. There you know, you go. get that domain name, Bob. Get it now. Go on. Lock it down. Go, I, Daddy. Go. I I do not identify as uh, an ass or as an elephant. I don't. <laughs> I believe those are the icons he's talking about, yeah. folks. I, I yeah. believe that uh, I believe that everyone has their own individuality. Yeah. I believe this whole idea that you have to join one party or another and then buy whatever BS doctrine they give you mm. is total BS. I it, think it's pick and choose from yeah, you can pick and choose. You don't yeah. have to go, you don't have to go down the party line. You're not a delegate. Zip. You're like one step away from a Baptist preacher. <laughs> you put are. your hand put your hand on the radio <laughs> well, during I the podcast. That story that story made me very happy today. And of course it's just a story, and you know what stories are. They're narratives. They're called parables yeah. and they're in the Bible ball. And a narrative is usually told to try and make you think that way about everything. Very true. Now, this this may not be necessarily related specifically to employment, but, uh, you know, I went back today. But, uh, when, in the middle of COVID, the three doctors that I was going to see, one was an eye doctor, uh, one was just my regular physician for a physical, and the other one was related to eye, another eye thing. They have all retired. And today I went to said, look, can you assign me another primary care physician? We're not taking any more patients in the entire system, Reliant Healthcare. And I said, what's going on? She said, we've had so many people retire and step away. Now, what's that all about? Well, are they, you know, maybe they they reassessed their life. They were burnt out trying to see, you know, 40 uh, patients a day or something. You know, that's a really good point you just brought up because that hasn't been in the news. But I think a whole lot of people uh, did retire because of covid i know uh, a bunch of people on the fence about retiring mm-hmm. uh, one of whom is a nurse and she saw it coming and she was like okay i'm retiring she's single uh no <laughs> oh, okay. just asking. uh and she could she could I, I think people who could retire some of them did so uh, i think that some people are taking advantage of the extra unemployment a whole bunch of people got Loans you don't have to pay back, which I still don't quite understand, but I know a lot of people who have them. 
Did you get one of those zip? Like a complete idiot. I uh, <laughs> no. I I thought like I know right there. No, Mark, I thought I did not. Usually, when you pause, I, it means yes, but that sounds like a no. No, that is I thought if I was collecting unemployment, which yeah. I was for a short time, that I would not qualify for those. But it turned out to be not the case. They were given it to you if you were collecting a pulse. If you have a pulse. <laughs> No, I'm just saying, I thought that if you were collecting unemployment, you could, and actually, I don't think they, they didn't say you couldn't do it, but they'd frowned upon. It was the yeah. weirdest thing, anyway. Like A whole bunch of people got free money, and, and that's part of it. Uh, but but really, uh, if, to, to in this country, to, to anybody who, if you think you have the right to eat cheaply <laughs> while someone who's getting your food ready doesn't have the right to even live, you know, below poverty wage. It's just a crazy thing. I'm not saying that you know have to raise the minimum wage by law. Heck, it's happening now. Look, I just googled it. Chipotle. Uh, I forgot about this story. I think this was mm. two days ago. Mm-hmm. Actually, 15. no, it was just today. Fifteen, right? Uh, one day ago, for those of you listening, are raising their average wage to fifteen dollars an hour, hoping yeah. to attract more employees. Yeah. By the end of June. And that's a McDonald's corporation, right? Uh, no, that's not McDonald's. It's Chipotle. Chipotle. I McDonald's also has announced uh, at, at all company-owned restaurants, $15 an hour. Right. Franchisees, do as you like. And, you know, that's okay, too. We have a franchisee yeah. mm-hmm. here in um, Hootenanny, Vermont, what? where I live. <laughs> And was, you know, uh, it's it's hard. P- things are tight here. Yeah. A lot of empty storefronts, a lot of closed mm-hmm. factories falling apart. Whatever they have to do, they have to do. But uh, who's going to say, you know, my, my two dollar, you know, pick two for five meal now costs five dollars and twenty cents? I'm what happened to the dollar <laughs> menu? It's not going to happen. Damn it! Okay, so fifteen bucks an hour is about thirty grand a year. Uh, Still probably, below the poverty line, right? Uh, well, it depends. If you're a, if you're the breadwinner of the family, I should call you the bun winner at that. Point. <laughs> mm. The poverty, uh, you know, it's, hey, it's that household. Was, I don't care, Zip. That was funny. Okay. <laughs> oh no, no, I was just I was. Right. I was Whole bunch of other restaurants come up when you do a surge, uh, a search, a that surge are, <laughs> that are raising their wage uh, to fifteen dollars, and doing it without. It being mandatory, they're doing mm-hmm. it because they're being shamed partially. Well, some, I don't, but I don't even think that's it. Because if I'm a if I'm a billionaire, I, I got that way by having no shame, right? <laughs> that's true. And I'm a lot billionaire of company. Yeah. I think they're doing it because it's the only way to get people to apply who can work. It's also a PR move on some parts. You know, they want to seem like they're socially. Not adept, socially aware, or being they're, they're embracing social justice. It's right. That's like a buzzword right now. It's very yeah. trendy to do. I think when as the pandemic goes gets into our rearview mirror, some of those <laughs> raises may go away. Yeah. So I'm I was raised Catholic. Yeah. So you're speaking of guilt yeah. there, and uh, Joe used to say something. I'm going to qu- attribute the quote to Joe, but I so related to it. All right. Um, you know, we talking about religion and why he believes in God and why he believes in, you know, feels guilty about stuff. And 
And he said, well, it's the only thing that keeps me from raping and pillaging. <laughs> and that, Joe? Yeah, he said that. And, wow. And he's the sweetest guy in the world. And that's a, that's a quote I've never forgotten. Because people talk about guilt and codependency. Yes. We have all these names for stuff so that mm. we won't take personal responsibility. Mm. Uh, we blame it on some uh, condition. Yeah. Some, uh, but, but here's the thing. Guilt is a good thing. Yeah, I, no, it's it's in it, organized religions are there to create it to keep order are they not largely? Um, I think they're just big businesses. I don't think they care about anything. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me. Ask well, me in well, fifteen minutes, my opinion okay. may change, <laughs> and you'll change it. Yeah, I get. It. Uh, no, I, again, we love to talk about um, entities and make broad sweeping generalizations. Yes, because that's the tribal of us. It makes it easy. But if there's, if anything has been taught to us by the current social media situation that we're living in right now, it's that the individual has a big megaphone. Mm -hmm. uh, and, yeah, we still all want to be famous. We want to be part of a group. We want to be liked. You know, we want to rally a whole bunch of people with torches and pitchforks to follow <laughs> us. Don't forget the rakes. Yeah. The Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. Wednesdays and Fridays, <laughs> patreon.com slash Bob Rivers. But, uh, but really, what this minimum wage thing speaks to is that you vote with your wallet and your feet, but you also vote with your ambition. Yeah. When they let you in your district, <laughs> when they don't inhibit your moves. Yeah. Okay, so there you go right back to the I'm political so talking sorry. points. My That's bad. okay. It's okay. I, I, I would love, by the way. Yeah. To have an episode of Naked and Afraid. Naked and Afraid. With Bob and Zip and Ed Kelly. It's Bob. Nobody wants to see that scrotum on the ground. <laughs> and but no, yet, there it is. All right, and no narrator, by the way. You can't just count. <laughs> no, imagine if we didn't have any news channels to tell us what to think. Hmm. Or to give us a particular narrative. It would be a newspaper then, wouldn't it? Uh, even newspapers do that. Now, how yeah, about just well. how about just think for yourself mm, by? And I'm not talking to you. I'm not lecturing you. Okay. Smoke signals. So, by the way, when I do that, I'm really lecturing myself. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, <laughs> now we know. Chipotle's going to 15 bucks an hour. Uh, McDonald's 15 bucks an hour. Any restaurant that isn't paying 15 bucks an hour and can't hire anybody, for, they're going out. It's the way it goes. Yeah. There's a, a country club near us. I'm not going to mention the name, but there's only one country club for 200-mile radius. So <laughs> would be hard to find. Keeping a good secret. <laughs> yeah. They're also having trouble hiring people for the kitchen. Do you belong? I don't. No. Okay. I don't belong. Uh, I, I can't golf. Ah, me neither. Uh, I would like to golf. Yeah. Uh, but I never learned, and it's just, uh, it's just a fast way to injure myself. <laughs> and get a friend who's out with yeah, a bad back. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, you can. Uh, you know, if I swing a golf club, it's just a tragedy. <laughs> it's just I've start hanging. I've done a few on charity golf tournaments. Yeah, where it's round yeah. robin. Yeah, yeah, me too. So, uh, but anyway, yeah. So that's just, that's a big thing you read about. I, I would just like to suggest thinking of it in a different way, not mm -hmm. a political way, tribal way. More as a um, people get to vote as to what they want to do, and yeah, they, yeah, you can be against those benefits; they'll run out. 
when they run out. My feeling is that a lot of people have changed in the pandemic. Um, when you think about maybe losing everything you have and losing your life, mm-hmm. and you see a lot of people die. Reprioritize. You can go into denial about it and say, it ain't going to be me. I don't need no stinking vaccine. We need law and order. Yeah. Or you can say, wow, what's important? Family's important. Mm-hmm. My time's important. Mm-hmm. Health. And, and feeling good about myself is important. And by the yeah. way, when uh, first Trump and then Biden were sending me all these free checks, that felt good. I didn't get any. You didn't get any? Mm-mm. I don't know if it's because I'm a non-citizen. I didn't get a single check. Yeah, it's because you're a non-citizen. That's He's an Build alien, a wall man. between us and Canada and put this guy back over. <laughs> Zip, you got your checks. Yeah, I did. I yeah. did. If you guys don't want yours, you want to endorse them and send them to me. That's cool. <laughs> Seriously. No, no that would be evening the no social No one field. sent them back. No uh, one sent them back. I'm a foreigner. I'm from the frozen north. Yeah. I need your check endorsed and sent to okay. me today. Won't you right. please help Ed Kelly? Ed, you're very vociferous tonight. Vociferous? That's a good word for you, Bob. I don't even know what it means. <laughs> I just guessed. <laughs> is that speaking a lot? No. Yes. Yeah. More or less. It's Zip is pretty good with uh, vocabulary. He used to have a... You remember he used to have a nickname for people who talked a lot? Uh, Do you remember what it was? Cokehead? <laughs> talk, talk talkers? <laughs> no. No. Was, was it? it you? I thought you used to call, call say, Mike Happy. We no, slept it no. back at our Claremont station. Maybe it was someone else in Claremont. So usually uh, that's me, by the way. It's just I don't a, find you verbose at all. I'm savoring that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that what you have to say is generally on point, and you usually, until we take you off uh, your game, you usually get to the point. Well, I do feel like I'm wading through landmines. <laughs> yeah, okay. since some of All right, let's talk about some of the things we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, we are going to have Karen Grace back on the show next week. Very nice. Uh, we'll get into discussing that. She's sort of a right-wing uh, former co-worker of ours, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't call her right-wing. Again, uh, she's an individual, and she has an amazing history, which I did not share with you guys, but I know she'll be okay with that. So I'm going to send you that before we talk. Okay. Um, last time she was on, she ranted a little bit on some right-wing topics, mm-hmm. and no one really challenged her on it because it was our first visit, and we were being polite. Yeah, and I, I don't know the girl. So And and, and I do, but, and here's the weird thing about me. I'm Woman, actually, Ed. Woman. Ah, girl, yeah. woman. <laughs> She'll be okay with you. Although she would, yeah, she might. She, yeah, she's thing. not your, she's not, I'm, I don't think she's what you expect. Uh, but I do think she reads some uh, right-wing media sites. Well, of course she does. And enjoys, just as you guys l- listen to your Rachel Madcow, uh, and I think she just buys into whatever they say sometimes. But, but you know, I don't know that. That's rude of me to say. So uh, so but, is Rachel Madcow. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I liked her for a while, but I got yeah. really tired. It's like uh, watching Oprah, you know, everything is... You know, um, well, for a while, Oprah was on this man-hating kick. Yeah. Because all her audience was women, and it was pretty transparent. Mm. And she would feud with David Letterman, and she was, she was very pompous. And, 
very. You know, it's kind of interesting when you do talk. You need to develop your own brand, whatever yes. it happens to be. Anyway, uh, you know? Oprah was woke right before it was even a term, mm -hmm. and I found that uh, somewhat annoying and a little bit false, um, especially given the early content of her show. Yes, yeah. but uh, but anyway, back to Karen. So Karen will be. Um, I think I, I think what I want to do is learn a little bit more about her as a person. Uh, and stay away from the bullet points and the left and right and all of that. You know, mm -hmm. it'll be very hard if Spike is on. By the way, because Spike oh, can't yeah. help but rant. <laughs> he's passionate. Yeah, you got to give him. That. Um, he's passionate, but he's so much like the people that he's against in the yes. sense that he is believes he's a hundred percent vociferous. That's true. He's he vociferous about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, anyway, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. I mean, Spike is supposed to be here tonight, so I don't feel like I'm talking behind his back. Mm -hmm. Did he? Was he? Because he had every chance to be here. Oh, okay. He said he would be here, but he, he's probably traveling. Uh, oh. But here's Spike, one of the most lefty guys I know, and he's a spokesperson for natural gas. Mm -hmm. If I paid him. He'd, he'd ride the Trump train. I know he would. <laughs> he would not. He would not do that. Uh, it would have to be more than $15 an hour. It, let's, <laughs> let's accept that. I think he could be. Uh, by the way, I, it isn't that he wouldn't. It's that yes. we'd be negotiating a very high salary. <laughs> That's true. I don't think you're going to touch him without six figures. But yeah. uh, Exactly. But yeah. for six figures. Every man has his price. He'd go, he'd go full Anthony Scaramucci <laughs> for six figures. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Spike, I wish you were here. Um, he'd laugh about that. So anyway, we will have Karen back. And what we didn't get into uh, was any of the, uh, her amazing history. Uh, mm -hmm. And she has seen some very scary and some very edgy stuff in her life. And I'm oh, just going to leave it at that. We Haven't we all in, in some way or another? No. No. Okay, no. Mr. Pr no. No. Not okay. of the scale and of which you were. With the doorman and the girlfriend 30 years younger. Oh, now. bite me, bozo. <laughs> Zip, have you seen anything really edgy? <laughs> yeah, I, it, can we back up just a second? I just had seen a show. Uh, have you seen that program on HLN? It's not a paid <laughs> subscription. Objection. Channel. Avoiding the question. Objection, <laughs> Your Honor. Zip ought to totally change the subject Invasive. to some documentary. <laughs> No, Warning, no, no. Dr. Smith. Evasive you maneuver. How, yeah. You were talking about how Oprah got started. She kind of was in that Jerry Springer era. Big time. Yes, totally. You know. Absolutely. And when that thing happened on Jenny Jones where the kid... The, yes. The, killed the other kid. Killed the other kid because yes. he came out as a homosexual and didn't realize yes. it anyway. And what show was um, that on, by the way? It wasn't Oprah. It was Jenny Jones. It was Jenny, Jenny Jones. Jones. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and that allegedly is when a lot of those hosts yeah. backed off of the Jerry Springer stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. And they all went like, to a, a woke seminar in no, Wyoming it, somewhere. No, because it was like it. Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom where they put up a fence 12 feet high for about it a quarter square mile and yeah. filled it with predatory species, except that somebody <laughs> killed the favorite cat and then everybody else closed their parks and started putting up picnic tables. Yeah, it was, That's uh, quite an was analogy, Ed. I was trying <laughs> that was to very vociferous. Ed. I was, yes. yes, I was trying to build a film of that in my head, but you were going so fast. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm but anyway, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. I, I, no, no, I, you're I right. But that's this is where we are. It started with 
people manipulating you in the media and now people with torches and pitchforks on social media can They're do it. Back. But, but the good thing is that social media has now got an independent review board. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, Jeff, social uh, media is the uh, napalm of thoughtful reflection. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because of keyboard courage. Is that what you call it? Keyboard yeah, courage? That's what it's called. So because if, I, if a... I type to you right now, you don't know crap. <laughs> you should do some research. That's what someone said to me today. Well, I, I had a fellow talent today who, who stiffed him on a job because they were arguing over one voice or two voices. And should it be worth more? I said, Glenn, don't don't communicate via email. Pick up the phone. She would say things to you over over email and over text that she would never say to you uh, to a human voice. Yeah. And I, I believe that to be true. I think um, I think you're right. I call it Morse code communications when <laughs> yes. people text important Cryptic. stuff. I, I will stop myself. If something if I want to like write a long explanation on text, I'll go stop. Right. Let me give you a call. Right. Because in a call you can say, I've got some ideas, but what do you think? Mm-hmm. And the person can say, well, I think maybe this. And you go, ooh, that idea I was about to give was going to be a total flame out. <laughs> you know what I mean? You could, when, yes. when you're interacting with people in real life, you're, it's, you're sort of like that GPS when you take a wrong turn. It would try. Go, Reconfiguring. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're triangulating as you go. Yes. Yeah. Recalculating route. You ever remember that? They don't yes. do that anymore. Remember they used to say... Actually, mine does. Does it? Yeah. I mean, the phone does it. It doesn't do it with the communication. But does it say it out loud? No. Yeah, no. The early GPSs. I was so fascinated. In the Tom Tom days is what you're saying. Oh, Tom Tom, Garmin. Garmin. Hertz had a... Was it a Garmin that you could rent in a rental car? Yeah, extra. And I would. I remember once I flew for on a business trip to Phoenix, and I, I rented this, and it was super expensive. It's like an extra twenty five bucks. I a day. know they were dinging that. Uh, but it was it was it was like you know astronaut technology <laughs> that sat with on your dash with a sandbag. Yes, it was yeah. futuristic. <laughs> well, the one I got the cars that had it in on a like a gooseneck. Well, of course you did. And <laughs> and so I would revel in being in a city I knew nothing about. Yeah. And I would just program where I wanted to go. And I would, like, I'm a space case, so I would take wrong turns. I would. <laughs> I'm, you're not the only one. I would go, I think I'm going to find a gas station. I would just drive <laughs> and find a gas station. Yeah. And then it, it would keep going. Recalculating route. Well, <laughs> and, and but I the like, gas station can't get lost with this thing. Yeah, yeah, you can because I, I tried that in Detroit. And you can it'll say gas station on the GPS. What it doesn't tell you is that it's been closed for ten years and they've cemented over the oh, islands. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have an old one. Yeah. So, all right, back to uh, back to focus here. Mm-hmm. The minimum wage. We don't even need to legislate a different minimum wage because people can stand up for themselves. No one should have to work for 750 an hour. Collect unemployment. Lie. Do whatever you have to do. <laughs> the proceeding was a dramatization. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From the Bob River Recalculating show. route. <laughs> okay. 
Um, <laughs> so I'm watching a show. I mentioned it last time. Yes. Uh, I want to give it another plug. It's called Startup. It's on Netflix, so even Zip has it. And it, it really, it's all about cryptocurrency. Um, Written now, and produced by Ben Kitai of Michigan. You know him. Yes, we mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, we're now on to episode six, so we're quite a ways in. Not going to yeah. give anything away, except that um, it's, it's a real expose on conditions uh, in America that you're unaware of. It's also, um, it's also uh, one of my favorite topics, which the show Ozark does very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they call it money laundering on Ozark, but the the real word for it is dirty money. You think that all crypto is dirty money? Is that no, your take? No, no. Okay. Okay. That's, that'd be like saying all Republicans are skinheads. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it isn't true. Uh, but um, let me put it this way. One of the appealing things about this digital currency mm. is that it's for the most part, unregulated, untraceable, and uh, goes around the banking system. Now, eventually, it's got to, you know, it's got to come back around to the banks. You have to pay taxes. Right. But dirty money and money laundering, let me put it to this way. Compared to some of the things we talk about a lot, let's take illegal immigration. All right. These are, you know, illegal immigration is a a problem with every rich country that has poor countries next to it. It's human nature. It's not going to go away. Mm. People are striving, uh, and that's, it happens. It happens in Europe. It happens everywhere. Right. Dirty money also happens everywhere, but no one's building up a wall. No one's, no one's talking about dirty money. You have to watch a show like Ozark or even Startup, and you start to go, wait a minute. Oh, people are buying real estate with money that's they're laundering from drugs. Miami is built on coke money. The entire waterfront in Miami is all coke money. And Ed, did you watch Startup yet? <laughs> of course. Oh, you did. Okay. Because that's one of the lines back. from the show. I try front. not to give it away, but that's what they well, say I don't, in the no, show. I, I don't remember that, but I know okay. that to be true. The entire city of Miami is built on dirty money. Hmm. That's what it is. And they have special laws in Florida that make dirty money easier to hide. So if I was going to have a resort that I would live in, and I was a real estate tycoon, <laughs> I don't want to mention any names, but I would do it in Florida. And, and the thing about dirty money is... I really don't think there's any outrage about it. None. Well, dark money. Uh, well, but in politics or in general? In general. In general. Uh, and I'll tell you why I don't think there's any outrage about it. The way you clean money, usually, yeah. is to put it in something legit and pay taxes. Hmm. So there's a conflict of interest here. Because the people who would bust you are the same people you're bribing to get your dirty money clean. <laughs> and benefiting from it. You ever yeah. think about that? Yeah. Mm. Hold on. I got a mmm from Zip. Mm, I want no, to expound I'm, on that. I'm, I'm reflecting. Yes. yes. I'm, I'm thinking. 
We have all day. He's being Digesting. pensive. Let him be pensive. It was a ring of fire last night. It was very I big. fell in with a ring and <laughs> still tired. Big eclipse two nights ago. <laughs> do you see what I'm saying, Zip? Do, yeah, absolutely. Uh, let me oh, let me do. quote a line from the show. Do you feel me? You feel me? <laughs> oh, oh, I can't say the other part. Sense. My yeah. N-word. Boy, do they say that what, a lot in this show. What, yeah, they do. And that it's almost like you know, the casinos and why they were able to stay open during the pandemic because the income from one casino is $375,000 a day in tax revenue. Right. So there's a conflict there for the government. You feel me, my my white cracker? You feel me, my cracker? <laughs> I'm a yo yo homie. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. with you. So, uh, all right, uh, let's do a COVID update. Mm-hmm. Unless you guys have something bigger. Um, I have something bigger. I'm not being paid to to to, to extol on this show. I have bigger venues that will hear me out. Fauci, you are so 2020, and this is 2021. And I don't mean that, you know, I don't mean that to insult Ed Kelly. I really mean that to insult Anthony Fauci. I've been in the game a long time, Bob. Yes. A very long time. How many presidents? Like seven presidents. of the AIDS crisis and preventing, coming up with those solutions. By the way, you did great work there, I think, eventually. Yes. But at first... We poked fun at gays and ignored the AIDS crisis and did nothing to to do anything about it. That was then. This is now. One yes. Tom Hanks movie changed it all. That's right. All right. Latest coronavirus update. Uh, and I know I always get complaints when I do this, but tough. Yeah. Um, I do. Uh, I do not believe. Let me put it this way. I don't take as fact just about everything that's in the news about the coronavirus. Mm, Every news story, doesn't matter what it's, lamestream media, right-wing media, uh, crazy websites, people on Facebook, it's all all designed to get you to herd you into some kind of narrative and get you to not think for... Zip? I was just thinking of that. I feel it's like he watches TV. To blow while, your mind. I feel like he's got headphones on and he's watching a TV show. To, yeah, to no, say something. What's not. That? No, no. Not think for whose self? <laughs> Themselves. Yourself. Subscribe to group ourselves. Think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In other words, we all like just pick narratives and 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 we're lazy about thinking for ourselves. So that's why I read the CDC data on a daily basis and i read this website called our world in data it's mm-hmm. just raw data with no uh no story writing no narrative no conclusions are drawn you just look at the data <laughs> and you extrapolate your own picture from that i think for myself okay uh and then i'm not trying to think for you i'm just trying to demonstrating what, trying to demonstrate what thinking for yourself would seem like <laughs> if any of you were to want to try it. <laughs> okay. Because when I go on Facebook, I, like, I posted the, the bunny meme. I told you about the bunny meme, right? Mm, okay. It's no. the cutest picture. No. There's a picture of, of a bunny, a rabbit, poking his ears out of a garden, and you see his eyes, his cute little nose, and his rabbit ears. And he's in the garden, in the middle of a garden with lettuce. Mm-hmm. 
The meme says, your chances of being killed by a bunny are low, but never zero. <laughs> Maybe you have to see the picture. It's pretty funny. Uh, it's a callback to Monty Python. Do you remember the uh, the bunny? The rabbit. Yeah. yeah, the attack rabbit. Yeah. The attack rabbit. It would uh, bloody people up and kill them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, it, it, the point of it is, it, if you're afraid of being killed by a bunny, it's very much like being an anti-vaxxer. Because the vaccine is the bunny in this particular meme. Uh, let me go to that was by the way that was the opposite of what I said I'm all about that was complete, <laughs> completely that judgmental was, that was group think meme think <laughs> run amok so, is what but, that was but I go to the uh, CDC website uh, tonight we'll go to our world and data there's something that's very rarely talked about uh, and it's hard to understand mm-hmm. it's the case fatality rate um, which I'm guessing you could guess what that means. Yes, the amount of cases versus the amount of people who die. Yes. So the fatality rate is what percentage of people who test positive for COVID-19 croak. And it's... Well, and and it depends on how good our testing is. Mm -hmm. Because in the beginning, we weren't testing at all. Right. So the case fatality rate in the United States on March 2nd was 10.91%. Which would mean no. that almost, you know, 11 out of every 100 people would die if that not, was the real rate. Not true. Mm-hmm. Of course, at the time, uh, the scientists were saying that's not a real rate because we don't have enough tests. And then we gradually got testing ramped up. I hate testing. Stop the testing. Stop the testing. Stop the count. Stop the steal. Uh, by March 24th, we were doing... A lot more testing. Uh, still not a ton, but the case fatality rate came down to 1.71%. Still high. Uh, well, you're going to see, because no one no, no one reads this stuff but me. April 2nd, it went back up. By May 1st, 2020, our case fatality rate was 6.12%. Over 6 out of 100 people tested positive were croaking. Now, that's them scary numbers. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the number goes down with more testing. Mm-hmm. So once we got really ramped up with tests mm-hmm. last fall, it kept going down, 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 2%, 2.3, 2.2. And it has stayed at the exact same level, pretty close, since the end of December. So for all of 2021, what do you think the case fatality rate is? Zip? I have no clue. Zip would be I, the I ideal. Zip would be zero. That would be it. Zip, you don't know, do you? No, I do not, no. It, it's the most... So I believe people should make their own decisions. Is it? Is it? It's less than, than zero. It's, it's 0.5 something, is it not? So there were lots of websites that said it's going to end up being 0.1. It's going to be like the flu. It might be 1%. And, and by the way, you don't know because we're still gathering data. You only know by, uh, by the tests. It's still hanging. It's 1.79%. So and I think, I think that, I don't know. I don't and it's hung that. basically there for the whole year. 
So that's but, the that's the number, and I'm and, and I'm not interpreting it. I'm just telling you if you go look yeah. at the data, yeah. If you catch it, you have a two and a hundred chance of croaking. Which is if, why, if yeah. you are over the, if you are have a comorbidity and are no, no, over no, the that's age the of overall that's chance overall. amongst people of all ages. All ages, okay. Yeah, and if you're vaccinated, mm. by the way, your chance is still almost zero. Yeah, and I am uh, at this point, and that's the that's the bunny, uh, the yeah. bunny speaking right there. Mm-hmm. Mm. See what I mean by the? You feel me, Zip? You feel me, my? <laughs> I, I feel, I feel you, bro. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you know what? Uh, did you hear that story this morning that there's some ungodly number of the Johnson and Johnson vaccine that's about to go bad? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Apple, yeah. 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 Can we send it to Canada? Because they still need it. I don't understand. Well, we are sending uh, the U.S. is going to send like a half a billion vaccines around the world. Around uh, the world. But yeah. What is can- what because, is you know, and it's not because we're humanitarian. We're, we're, you know, we're a warmongering nation with a giant military that tries to control the whole world. But a nation build. But they are our slaves who make our stuff cheaply in factories and we need them. <laughs> we do. Yeah. I mean, we also have slaves in America, the seven dollar and seventy five cents an hour people. Those are wage slaves. We want them alive just the same way we would like, you know, slaves alive. Yeah. It'd be nice if the kids didn't go to bed hungry anyway. Not, not with a lot of compassion. Anyway, mm-hmm. So that's the case fatality rate. It's it's almost two people per hundred die. Now, if you can look at the vaccination fatality rate, which was point zero 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 zero, I think there were five zeros followed yeah. by a one six. It works. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't know the difference between that and two percent, you go to public school in America. <laughs> That you was might it. be a public school student. That's right. Because <laughs> uh, though people, people, so I was arguing with some dude on Facebook, and uh, I don't know why. I, I've cut way back. Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> totally, you, you would my, know. You, my, you would see. Yeah. But anyway, this dude was one of those. He was posting all these. I won't even call them right wing because they're just fake news websites right. uh, that make stuff up negative about the vaccine. And right. and he was saying, you guys. You are listening to the mainstream media. You are being brainwashed. You are all going to die. And I'm like, I don't see it in the numbers. Uh, But this guy told me I should do some research. And I'm like, I'm the most obsessive compulsive guy that needs to see data that, you know, is on Facebook. (laughs) There's plenty of scientists, (laughs) but they're not on Facebook. (laughs) So uh, anyway, I said to this guy, I made a joke. And I said, he's lecturing me about, you know, health and not taking care of my health by by an experimental risky vaccine. And I said, somehow I picture you lighting up a cigarette while you're lecturing me. (laughs) Oops. And and God bless him. He came back and he said, yeah, I've been trying to quit smoking for years. (laughs) You guessed it. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> That's some insight right based, there. Based on that research with a sample size of one, and yeah. I know several other smokers, too, who are very cautious about the vaccine. Yeah. I'm like, so are you cautious about the vaccine because you're cautious <laughs> about putting something in your body that might kill you? <laughs> no. <laughs> because, yeah. hold on, let me light that for you. <laughs> <laughs> this makes no, no sense. It's true. Yeah. And again, here I am. Just the facts, no judgment. You can hear that, right? You can hear that in my voice. Uh, let me you give you one me? other thing. The case fatality rate. There's also a thing called the infection fatality rate. If anyone tells you they know what it is. They're lying. Totally lying. 
because we don't know how many infections there are. Roughly 40% are asymptomatic, and a lot of those people will never get tested. Right. I've heard reasonable scientists estimate that it's gonna that would lower it to somewhere between 0.6 and 1 per 100. Still a lot of people. Okay. If they keep coming up with prizes like uh, the Cracker Jack box, you know, to give people, um, you know, savings bonds, um, oh, gosh, all kinds of stuff, $100 bills. They can't do it well, here in Michigan. They did it in Ohio, though. Uh, Big Daddy DeWine giveaway a prize for everybody that got vaccinated. Well, and the other way that it's all happening is because uh, employers are requiring vaccinations yes. and schools yeah. are, are requiring vaccinations. Yeah. In my doctor's office asked me if I had, I went for a doctor's visit yesterday, just a regular checkup. And they, they said, do you have your vaccination? Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. Okay. And I did. Uh, by the way, the daily, do you know what the daily confirmed cases are down to? Last time uh, we talked, they were it, close to 60,000 a day. Do you know what it is now? Nationally? Yeah. United um, States. Confirmed. I don't know. I only, I've been watching the Michigan number. No one else looks, by the way. I'm not trying to shame you. Zip, how about you? <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> no idea. Uh, we, I work for a living, Bob. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's so true. they were hanging around 60,000, 70,000, mm-hmm. 60,000, 58 for, oh, a good month, most of the month of April. Yeah. And they are now down to a seven-day average around 15,000. So that's uh, good. They've, they've dropped dramatically. And in three yeah. weeks, uh, the deaths will drop. We're basically over this thing. Uh, yeah, until the variants uh, say we're not. Well, if a variant comes out that's more deadly, it's going to have to be uh, able to get around the vaccine, or we're not going to care. And when does when do we need a booster shot, Bob? That's what I want to know. Uh, we'll find out. But uh, the, the oh, the latest from scientists I listen to, and I'm not going to misquote them because I don't okay. have it in front of me, but is that it, uh, the vaccines are surprisingly long-term effective. More so, hmm. they, they did a, there was one study about SARS, uh, the original SARS. Mm-hmm. What was that one, COVID-1? Um. Help me, COVID-1, Kenobi. <laughs> I, I, anyway, the original SARS, the one that you know happened in Asia, um, uh, there were some people who had that who are still showing antibody resistance to COVID-19. Wow. And they were like, well, that was you know, a decade ago, 12, 15 years That's ago, whatever. That's testament to our immune systems, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, and there are, there are other theories, all theories, about why some of us are asymptomatic and, and have what appears to be some kind of natural immunity. And some of us right. may have had coronavirus colds that helped us with that. that you know, we got mm-hmm. a specific cold. We don't know. All right, that's enough of coronavirus. People Do you are. think that being immunocompromised, and you would classify yourself that way, or you have in the past? Uh, I, I would. I uh, there's levels of immuno. There's like levels of gayness and levels of immunocompromised. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Okay. What part of the spectrum do you fall on, Bob? Well, I ad- I can admire the physique of a guy in a shower at the gym and say yeah. that's a hot-looking guy, but I don't want to do anything yeah. about it. He's a Greek goddess, but I'm not interested. Yeah. Or a Greek god, yes. But, it, but it, uh, there's a lot of guys that wouldn't even be able to do that. So <laughs> yes. um, what was your question again? Uh, on, because you're <laughs> immunocompromised yes. to, to a, a degree. So immunocompromised is uh, – there are a lot of conditions – that may uh, there's people with blood disorders, people with type right. one diabetes, right. people with heart conditions, uh, older people. Uh, in my case, my Lyme diagnosis 
I would say I'm at risk for being immunocompromised, but I don't have a, you know, I don't have one of the, I mean, there's the bone marrow transplants people. Yeah. They, they, yeah. Like, you know, it, it, it's you don't one have of a those, plastic heart valve or a metal heart exactly, valve or a pig's exactly. valve or anything like I that. I mean, there's yeah. people that literally have to hide mm-hmm. from anything and wear a mask even before the, the pandemic. Right, the severe immunocompromised. Anybody stuff. else forgetting to wear their mask when they leave the house? Yeah, I'm doing it now. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm going into a store, and here's the weird thing: I'm on the border of Vermont and New Hampshire. Yeah, and New Hampshire lifted the mask mandate. Hmm. So there's a sign that says, "Put on a mask if you have no vaccination. If you have a vaccination, feel free to come in and smile." It's a massive amount of trust involved there. Wow. Oh. We, how many people are in jail for violating the mask laws? None. Yeah. It was yeah. always voluntary. Yeah. Even when it wasn't. Okay. So let's get off. The I still see. I would have to, when I'm in a store, like a, you know, a big box store it's or something. I would Zip say, is finally talking. Go ahead, Zip. No, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> I would say easily, easily yes. half the people yes. in the building have masks. Yes. On. Yeah. And I think you're going to see that for a while because, Bob, I think you mentioned uh, one podcast. It's become a security blanket of sorts, you know. For for some people, yeah. My wife still likes wearing the mask. And uh, I spoke to someone today who said, you know what, I didn't get a cold all year. I'm going to keep wearing the mask. I don't think I'll ever fly without one. Yeah. Yeah. I will. I mean, I was the type of person who never washed my hands. Well, thanks for sharing. (laughs) Uh, it also comes in handy if you have a crystal meth problem. But <laughs> no, I mean, I, 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 I always figured I, I was giving my immune system a workout and building up resistance to all kinds of germs that wouldn't kill me. Yeah. Um, and so I'm thrilled now, knowing the stats the way they are. Mm-hmm. You know, if I get a breakthrough case like mm-hmm. Bill Maher did, he had, so what, he had a bre- breakthrough case? Bill Maher was vaccinated and tested positive for coronavirus missed two weeks of wow. his show how does that happen uh so all right class did he did he have <laughs> symptoms class? or was he I got to do a math thing again. Americans are the worst at math. No wonder we import so many math wizards for our software companies. When a vaccine is 95% effective. Uh, 5%. Okay. That's fine. 95 is to 100 as what? Yeah, yeah. 5%. You still have a 5% chance. Wow. And of that 5%, your chance of catching it your chance of getting being symptomatic is only yeah. half of that so it's right. like two and a half and then if you were symptomatic the chances of having a severe case that puts you in the hospital almost negligible because you have some protection even if you get it got it right right all right you feel me my cracker yes my ex on air partner yeah and, you, <laughs> and those of you who are watching um the, the show startup which takes place in Miami, will know exactly why I'm using that phrase. Created and written by Ben Kizai. Your friend. Yeah. Okay. Zip. Yes? We've been holding you back all night. No, 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 no. What do you got on your mind? What do you want to talk about? No, uh, I've I've uh, I've uh, talked about everything that's currently. Top Here's of my mind. zip impression. By the way, Here's my zip impression. Are, are you here of your own free will? Blink one. <laughs> <laughs> Here's his inner monologue. 
I missed my bike already. <laughs> Why did I sell my motorcycle? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I have seen a million guys riding. It is a little distressing. You do miss your bike. I'm over it. I'm over it. Don't you got a good it. price for it. You got what you wanted to get for yeah, it. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, I don't know bike. how long that gentleman will last who bought it, though. What do you mean? <laughs> well, because heavy smoke. He just, well, he, I, I think I told you, he had been riding a Harley and his hands were numb from the vibration. <laughs> right. he's, he's 60 years old. He just oh, had a I birthday. See. And, you know, uh, he smoked two cigarettes during the transaction when he threw the bike on the back of his pickup. <laughs> and, you know, so. I got sore hands riding on a 10 speed for two days, for crying out loud. I uh, I once kind of did that too. The happiest days of a boater's life and a yeah. classic car owner's life and a motorcycle owner's it. life. I sold uh, a classic old Ford I had uh, to a guy who was just, it had been his lifelong dream. Mm. He was so thrilled. He was like, thank you, thank you. I'm going to love this. And about four years later, I ran into his son who said, you made my dad so happy in the last year of his life. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. And I, I mean, great. You know, and then the family had to dispose of it, but... Oh, boy. The way it goes. I'm trying to finish my first car, which I still own, and I'm still working on this summer, because I don't want to die before it's finished. What do you... You work on a car? What is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a 67 Chevelle convertible. It's my first car. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. What, uh, 350 or no, no. No, uh, I, I took the two, No, I took the 283. 289. 283. No, 283. Could you guys oh. keep talking about this car? Because I don't want to have to take an Ambien tonight. I'd yeah. like to fall asleep naturally. That would <laughs> oh, 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 you bastard. It no, used, he, yeah, no sure. Cars, he can talk about date all day. We talk cars for I two talk seconds. About my, I talk He's about my like kitty, kitty cats. You were free to it, talk about cars. It now has a 454 in it, uh, just so you know. Oh. It, yeah. Wow. And wow. a four-speed, yeah. And the other thing I was going to ask, does Vin Diesel live in your, your apartment building? Because I, I hear, like, the Fast and Furious every couple it's of minutes in the background. It's crazy in Detroit right now. This this this, this is ruining my, my voiceover career. I had to buy a booth just to keep that noise out. Mm. And they've, they've gotten together. The mayor has given the police permission to track the guys that are blowing off, you know, the cops from the air when they try and outrun them. So they, they oh, basically really? get followed by a helicopter, yeah. Because the big thing now is just just a drifting has taken over the hot rod set, and they're out till all hours of the night because none of them have jobs right now because of COVID. Not none of them, but a lot of them. And so they'll just go to an intersection on a, or a cul-de-sac and just and do smoke the tires and... off of their, their, their you know, um, so, challengers so... and their, their Hemis and their... Chrysler products and their big blocks. And, oh, it's crazy. It's like all night. That and the bikes and the trikes. Jesus. It's crazy. I'm working, on, I'm working on lawnmowers, so I just can't compete <laughs> in this yeah. conversation. All right. Uh, we're going we're gonna to say hi to Andrew Rivers in just a moment. Uh, first, though, I'd like to read a letter from a listener. Uh, let's see. Letters from our listeners. Brian Hensley uh, wrote today said, uh, thank you very much for recommending the All In podcast. Yeah. I mentioned that a few weeks ago. Uh, Zip, have you perused it? Uh, not any further than <laughs> okay. uh, the uh, paywall. Yeah. There was no paywall. <laughs> I know. Way. I was just making right. a joke. I've seen if you were paying attention. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as a long-haul truck driver 
says Brian. I'm always searching for interesting content to listen to. The hosts are super interesting and smart. Mm-hmm. He leaves out filthy rich, by the rich, way. Rich, yeah, beyond all means. Uh, makes me think about stuff that matters. I was hooked within the first 30 minutes. Of course, I also love your podcast. Sure. Sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. <laughs> sometimes you don't. We have no private jets. Yeah. Uh, it's anyway, the big gulp of podcast. Absolutely. Uh, he says, uh, you're uh, only one of two I don't mind paying for. That's very nice. Never miss a podcast and always look forward to the next. By the way, I didn't mind listening to Karen's opinions either. Keeps my mind <laughs> occupied and interested, even if I don't always agree. That's, yeah. oh, you feel That's... me, my cracker? Yeah. That's, That's what I crave. Yeah. This whole ridiculing each other for being stupid. Gotta stop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks to everyone. Give them all my best. Brian Hensley. Thank you, Brian. Hey, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Thanks okay. for listening. Uh, it's time now to check out a hot comedian. The Bob and Zip Show with Dan Kelly. He's Andrew Rivers, and he's been on tour all over the world, but hasn't visited his parents in at least a year and a half. <laughs> Already the guilt. Andrew Rivers, how are you? It's your dad, and I am recording on video. Oh, hi. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thanks for pushing me back to Thursdays. It's nice. <laughs> it feels like home. Is this, uh, Well, everybody floats, and I didn't know which day you prefer. It, it could be whatever you want. Everybody floats <laughs> sometime. Yeah, Thursdays are good. It feels like it's a, it's closer to showtime for me, you know? Sometimes you make me record at 9 a.m. on a Tuesday, and it feels like I'm... <laughs> That's I'm tough talking for you. to you yeah. on the phone. Yeah. You know, Nine a.m. is midnight uh, for a comedian. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, so your ex-girlfriend Katie is on the Bachelorette now, and uh, I know this only because your mother is very fascinated with that. Somehow, she feels she might end up with a daughter-in-law once 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 Katie sees all those plastic phony people <laughs> and remembers Andrew yeah. was real and funny. Yeah, that could happen, right? Well, you know, she's a good actress, so uh, <laughs> anything People is possible. <laughs> we'll I'm, see. Good luck to her. Um, you know, I'm, I, maybe if I get on my own reality show first, then she'll yeah. uh, see me as an equal. Maybe you know, I don't know. Is that we'll the happens. is that the best dating resume thing for someone to have now? Is they're on a reality show? Does that make you hotter and more desirable in today's Depends world? On how rich it made you. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's about uh, internet clout. If you got, right. um, if, you know, you, the, the world is moving to cyber mattering more than uh, than real life because we're all on our phones, you know? Right, yep. So if you can uh, capture attention on the internet, that's um, sort of a stable way to provide for your family in the future. Right. Mm-hmm. I, Ideally, I, I get that. That ma- that makes yeah. sense. How are you doing on the internet these days? Um, I know you're selling shows out. You're back to booking halls and selling. Uh, is North Bend sold out yet? No, North Bend's fifty uh, percent sold out. So, but that's like uh, three weeks away, right? Yeah, it's it's one month away from right now. So that's good. I'm trying to figure out when the best time to maybe add a second show is. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like mm. cock block the first show. I don't want two shows <laughs> sure. halfway sold out, you know. Mm. So you got to avoid um, that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the theater had an idea that we'll just do the show two weeks later instead. So 
I may just take up a residency at the North Bend Theater, you know, which is uh, <laughs> what every failed comedian does. They move that's home right. to the woods yes, like, and perform right. once a month for the right. locals. Some of them it's go me. to Vegas, but you go to the yeah. woods. Right. That's very um, good. Well, I'm a man of the people, you know. Yeah, that's right. All right. But uh, it'll be nice, you know. I can't wait to get back to, like, full crowds. Yes. Yeah. Well, didn't you just go to an NBA game? Oh, yeah. Well, the NBA game, that was a, a one-third spaced out arena. Okay. Which was pretty nice. Which game? And, uh, which team? Portland Trailblazers. Okay. Yeah. Paul, and, Allen's, uh, Paul Allen's old team, right? Right. They lost and got kicked out. But mm. And it's funny because I, I think I'm going to miss some of the spaced out stuff. Because like, I don't usually like live sports games, especially now that TV is good enough to zoom in on, uh, on the guy's boogers or whatever but <laughs> but you know high definition explained and and branded bright so you can't get that visual and it ruined news because yeah. you're like oh that's the face i'm trusting yeah um, vision. but uh but the, you know the live games are kind of annoying because there's a guy spilling beer on you and <laughs> this guy's yelling racial slurs and and yeah i get it, it's the name of the team but uh uh you know one third spaced out. The line for nachos is only like five minutes. That helps. You, you know, you didn't have to stand up and do the wave. Um, you know, we've had enough waves this year, so yeah, yeah. All right. It was good. Fourth wave. So, uh, so are you? I'm hearing you say something um, that I've been thinking too, and that is, there were certain th- there are certain things you're going to miss about COVID, aren't there? Uh, the free money from the government every week. That's, that's going to be a real yeah. bummer that's, when that disappears. That's a big yeah. Uh, you know, the, the forced isolation is, is kind of nice, you know? Like, uh, I don't have to lie to my parents about what I do during the day anymore. Sure. You don't have to visit just them. Just call me up. That's been, a, yeah. that's been a helpful thing, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I would have, but uh, you were scared of a little flu. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we were. <laughs> but not anymore. We haven't been scared since uh, April 18th when we were fully yeah, vaccinated. I invited you to my two sold out theater shows. And oh, you, you invited your elderly parents to travel <laughs> to throw their crap in a suitcase and come and see you perform. How nice mm-hmm. of you. Yeah. 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 I thought maybe you'd be proud of your son for selling out a 250-seat theater. but you know, I, I, I guess. I've been proud of my son many times. All right. All right. For I'm lots of things. You. Now, you know, we'll you know better. You know better. Yeah. The other son. Listen, yeah. it's the planet. It's like it's the orbit of the, you know, yeah. it's it's a whole, not like Mars is in retrograde, but, but you know, you got a whole life and I got a whole life and uh, we're trying to make it happen. I did the same thing to my parents, so you're not hiding anything from me. You know that. I mean, what? My, my dad would be like, are you coming anything. out this year? And I <laughs> very busy. Um, but yeah, it's okay if you don't want to see us anymore. It's okay. I really like I'm to glad you're okay with I have it. the keys <laughs> and the cats and the cradle and the silver spoon. Well, I yeah. feel like we, uh, we uh, you know, we talk once a week on the internet here. And, That's and perfect. And it feels yeah, like we, we haven't missed a beat. When By the way, what are we going to do? Talk, last week, talk Andrew, Andrew texted uh, his, uh, um, his mom and me and said, we'll hey, I've got this show then. coming up. And it was like, it's like the day after my birthday or something like that. So I got the show coming up and uh, why don't you fly out here and watch me perform? And I, and I was thinking, well, we would. We've done that. We do that crazy thing. We flew once to Hawaii to see him with no advance notice and hid in the audience so he didn't know we were there. We flew <laughs> almost 6,000 miles and it was a blast. So we would. 
Uh, but this time, it's my The job's birthday. been crazy, and the kids are in school. Yeah, so that's <laughs> right. sure nice talking to, <laughs> to you, you, Dad. <laughs> it's sure nice talking yeah. to so, you. <laughs> all right, so uh, enough of that. You'll come out here at some point, right? Yeah, of course. We'll figure it out. I mean, it's just a busy, you know, I'm... I'm Everything's back open. I gotta try to make some money here and make a make a move with my career and that's true. See what happens. You know, you uh, you've already made your bones and you're uh, hiding out in the woods. And uh, what well, I really like that still got. Uh, How does that make you feel? <laughs> you know? to borrow, is to borrow the car keys. See you later. Can I have them, please? To prove here and, uh, that's all. You know. Yeah. All right. What else is new? What else is new? Uh, uh, you've been playing. Is it fun to be in front of a crowd again? Uh, yeah, it's nice. You know, I, I did cheat a little bit. Um, like, I did some shows in the Midwest that were in full capacity. Like, Ooh. you know, we're in phase two, but Texas is in phase two. Many people are alive. So, yes. um, <laughs> and it's the crowd thing is like, I don't think I noticed it much. Like, I think you just adapt. But now that I know what a real crowd feels like, it feels like uh, like I cheated and I, I realized my girlfriend has been faking an orgasm for the All last year. Time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, it was supposed to sound like that the whole time. I've yeah. been lying to myself. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, not bad. A lot of performers like, uh, um, put up with that, by the way. Uh, like, I feel bad for... Just people like Seth Meyers and um, and who's the other one? Uh, Stephen Colbert, Alan, and all those guys. Yeah, yeah, and all those guys had to like do it with no crowd. I that'd be tough. Cardboard crowds. Mm. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I, I uh, you know I regularly perform in bowling alleys, so I'm used to no crowd. <laughs> That's it. And, uh, uh, now, have you? Wa- I have not watched The Bachelorette yet with Katie. Have you been watching it? Well, yeah, it was just the first episode. But okay. uh, it's not a good show, but it's fun to watch. Like, um, it's not very <laughs> entertaining, but it's. But I, I'm like, oh, it's fun because I know someone. Right. right I don't right. think I'll continue the series as uh, <laughs> as they go on. So in the first episode, they basically line up a whole bunch of guys in front of her, and um, she, you know, right, gets to put her nose in the air, and she gets to have her pick. Right. <laughs> That's basically it. Yeah, I think yeah, and which is, it's funny because I, you know, watching the lineup, I'm I'm like, hey, it's uh, probably a good thing they didn't cast me because it's all like a bunch of buff firefighters that work in an orphanage in their spare time, you know, and like they do this thing where they show them like playing a ukulele and looking into the sunset, or you know, or they'll be like, this guy's a hockey player, and then they show him playing hockey, and I'm like, well, I don't know what they would have done. Hey, this guy's a comedian, and then it's just me jerking off in a La Quinta, you know. So uh, that's a great line. But Boy, that's maybe gonna get they, you on TV fast. So. No, I just <laughs> keep that stuff up. That's so much stuff. for the La Quinta <laughs> account. Uh, yeah, just tell some jokes, man. But uh, yeah. Anyway, no, I appreciate your honesty. I do. Yes. I might have just uh, who knows? Maybe I applied too late because they did cast like a super religious guy, and uh-huh. so maybe they're like, "Hey, we don't want two virgins at the same time." Right. Um, Is she a virgin? <laughs> I meant me in this scenario. Oh. So, oh. There you go. I'll That's explain them. Right. Don't worry about it. Yeah. All right. It's great to comedy hear from with you. footnotes. Yeah. Your, your, your mom. T- your mom did put me up to just saying we'd love to, you know, have you visit sometime. I yeah. I will. Uh, I mean, I, you know, 
my schedule for July is pretty busy, but um, August looks wide open. We'll see what ha- you know. Well, we're vaccinated. I, I think we'll live till August. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe fingers fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. We're looking um, forward to seeing you. Are you are, are you going to go to California when we're out there for the grandchildren? Well, that's the thing is I you know I just get offers and so I I have, have to, to take do the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, I yeah. totally take get a it. gig. Well, I'm going. So I'm, I'm going, going down the Fourth of July weekend. I'll be down there. I'm going to go see Ron White. Should I mention your name? Sure. Dry, yeah. yeah. I don't think um, uh, it'll get you anything, but um, <laughs> I'm I'm looking to get you on with him. Tater salad. Oh yeah, yeah. Idea. Well, yeah. do you know Ron White? Ed, taking, are you friends? Um, no, I'm not friends, but I'm oh. friends with the club owner, and I did get a ticket. Oh. So. Mention Andrew's right. the club owner. That actually yeah. does help sometimes. Yeah, the club know. owner might uh, ignore you less, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know how to get backstage at that club. Uh, you never know. Hey, so, you know, drop a tape somewhere or, you know, hey, it, yeah. you know, miracles can happen. I've heard uh, stories of, like, uh, mm. Brian Regan looking up comedians on YouTube and then just hiring them on, you know, on there. So I have, like, you know, I, I've... A lot of comedians shy away from posting their material, but I post it as soon as I think it's ready to be seen. So right. Yeah. I have all sorts of twenty-minute, forty-minute clips up on YouTube, so everyone go yeah. check it out. Well, Andrew, what he, what he, what you don't know is that I know how to do Jeff Foxworthy. So basically, he's also a blue-collar comedian. I can just say, Ron, you know, there's a fellow, a young upcomer from Seattle. His name yeah. is Andrew. Yeah. You really yeah. ought to check him out. I gotta go. You gotta, you gotta speak his language. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Beautiful. Jeff Foxworthy sounds remarkably like Jay Leno sometimes. <laughs> He's got, I tell you, because on the other podcast, he did the Three Stooges, and it was Jay Leno. Yeah, and, Jay Leno's uh, one of different your best versions voices. Of Jay Leno. I, I just can't help it. Slips into everything. This is Jay Leno. And this is, of course, you know, there's a big difference, you asshole. Well, wait a minute. And this, yeah. by the way, every voice actor will tell you this, and yes. I'm sure Ed, too. There, there's similarities, because for a moment there, I heard Barney Fife. In no, so yes, Barney no, Fife. No, you didn't. No, no. Nip it in the bud. Just nip it in the bud. Right. Yeah. But Barney Fife, Jay Leno, uh, it could be cousins. Look, there's, there's ten tones in the box there. Okay, that's, that's it. All that's I'm right. Saying. It's I'm like just... music. There's zip. There's only eight notes, and if you're a drummer, there's only one. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bob. I <laughs> yeah. just figured I'd get your attention. Andrew, it's great to hear from you. Can we count on you every week now? Uh, or when you're not touring? You know, for, uh, I got next week, and then I'll probably be, uh, you know, busy again for a bit. But, uh, right. we'll, you know, we got right. you here and there. All right. Let us know where we should fly to see you next every week, and we'll make it one of these weeks. You, uh, you, you hang tight. I'll come see you soon. Uh, remember, I was talking <laughs> no, about the power of guilt earlier. So hard to leave the house. So. All right. Uh, by the way, Andrew, have you watched the show Startup? No, I don't. In I'm not a TV person. I don't enjoy. It's the, not the, TV. I don't. I know it's a series in the Netflix. HBO. I'm not watching a lot of a lot of movies or. Um, it's. I haven't found anything that really. Okay. Net- Netflix, um, sorry, not HBO. Gets me through the first episode. <laughs> well, I just wanted to say, um, it's uh, good. Uh, by the way, it only made me think of you because of how much they use the N word and, and they learn to rap. I do it entirely differently. I just say to my peeps, Listen, 
What's up, my? You're gonna uh, get you, me. Uh, yeah. You're gonna get me kicked off a of bachelor. When That's you right. <laughs> do you feel me, my cracker? <laughs> I I hear you. I hear you, my cracker. Just say homie, my cracker. Homie, and you're good. My okay. my homie. All right. Uh, bless you, son. Love you. <laughs> Later. Take care. My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. If God had long hair and a goatee and if his eyes were pretty glazed, if he looked spaced out, would you buy his story? Would you believe he had an eye infection? And yeah, yeah, God looks baked. Yeah, yeah, God smells good. Yeah, 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 yeah. What if God smoked cannabis? Maybe he sits and smokes a bone